Warning, the MID podcast is for adults only. It may contain explicit language. Matter of fact, I know it contains explicit language. You know why? Because we grown. So if you continue to listen, proceed with caution. Now that I got that out the way, let's start the show. When I come round, say my name, watch it's going down Cops come, I ain't do shit, expert boy, boy, I don't miss Copping magazines with no pages in them, hang with real thugs, no daisies in them Always in your feelings, that's the baby in them, he don't never know, that's the maybe in them Gon' hate, bro, I ain't mad at you, she don't give me none, I get an attitude Still text her like I had fun, hit my contacts, find another one Got a Glock 40, don't jam, jam, 15's hitting like bam, bam 22,000, that's a scam, scam, just jump bail, now I'm on the lamb If I fuck your girl, then I touch your girl, then that's my bad Sorry dog, I was hypnotized by them big old thighs and that bad ass Can't help it, if I catch you slipping, then you come a missing I don't trust you women, that's my intuition If you broke, homie, need to stop bitching Never ride around without the stick, I'm guessing That you're hating every time I see your dog in a bad mood Lotion bottle full of molly pump in the trunk, cops pull me real cool Got you thinking it's a game, fucking with my change, I'ma act a damn fool Never really liked it anyway, sunshine, it's a brighter day Black and white, looking for the great Every year, I'm a dog nigga like a terrier Take a look inside, ain't no bitch in me Seen a nigga die right in front of me Ain't shed a tear, feel no way about it Perks sell itself, I'm on autopilot Disrespect, we gon' die about it Get on stands, we gon' lie about it Now I see it clear Ain't no send to live Where I come from, that's my worst fear I'ma die broke, I don't think you here Getting money to the death of me Stay with pretty women, you heffin' me Plastic shit, no silver spoons Better wrap it up and try to make it move Tough talk, boy, I'm with the shit Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit Tough talk, boy, I'm with the shit Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit Tough talk, boy, I'm with the shit Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit Tough talk, boy, I'm with the shit What a loud mouth, I get your body hit Tough talk, boy, I'm with the shit Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit Tough talk, boy, I'm with the shit Hello everybody in podcast land I'm your host, C Forever And welcome to the MID Podcast Show Hey this episode, got a special episode coming up. Um, I know this is a little bit unorthodox, how we usually put it out. Usually put it out around Saturday, but uh, I had to catch my um, uh, my guest uh, before he gets too busy. Because me and him, we both busy. We, we both went on different uh, sides of the coast. All right? uh, we had to fight against the hour differences and all that stuff. So there's going to be a very special episode. Uh, but before we get into it, um, I need to get a special shout out to um, to Bearded Airwaves. Uh, hey, thanks a lot for the love. Uh, y'all shouted me out on y'all podcast. Hey, hopefully one day we can figure out a way that I can call in or do a Skype in or whatever. Me and um, me and Z, we, uh, we we would love to be a guest on your show. And uh, to everybody, uh, Bearded Airwaves is also on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Um, if you follow me on social media and stuff like that. Those, uh, um, uh, you see me resharing a post if you look at it. All right, it's the two white dudes with the big ass beards. All right, <laughs> uh, they got a very um, informational show. Uh, I mean, they talk about everything, but um, it's really uh, directed towards around um, well, not just beards, but they can also uh, give you uh, information about good beard products and stuff like that. Uh, stuff, stuff that you can buy to um, take care of your beard, watch your beard. Um, 
you know, give it a good shine or help it grow and stuff like that. They're also part of a, a organization called the Bearded Villains, um, and he's part of the Virginia chapter. Uh, so shout out to uh, all the Bearded Villains um, everywhere, and uh, especially the Virginia chapter. All right, so, but before we get in uh, to the show, got one more shout out. The song that was playing in the intro, that's my boy uh, Marvin D. Um, check him out on SoundCloud too. Uh, he's been doing this music thing for a while. Uh, me and him used to, you know, do music stuff back in the day. He kept it going, man. I'm proud of you. Um, that song I played is called No Counterfeit. I am also on the second verse. Uh, so go check that out. Show my boy some uh, some uh, support. And uh, you can also catch him on my page on, on my SoundCloud uh, also, on the MID SoundCloud also. All right. So let me get into the show. And um, in a minute, I'm about to I'm about to hit my boy up. Hope you ain't too busy that we can get into the special episode. Hello. What's up, my young guy? What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, man, you on the air right now? Hey, man, I'm glad. I'm glad you took the time out, man, to uh, let me hit you up, man, so you can get on the show, man. I think this is going to be a special, special episode, especially for people that knew us from back in the day, man. Uh, I would love to catch up with you, man, so we're going to do this right now. Let everybody know who you is, man. Okay, my name is Yazid Salam, but for those of y'all out there that may know me as Andre McCullums, a.k.a. Mac, a.k.a. Sergeant Mac, or Sergeant McCullums. Now, me, How y'all doing out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so me, hey, this is my brother, man, from, from way back. One of the MID originals, man, like, I remember, man, when we first met, man, and you wanted to get down with MID and stuff like that, you was part of the... The group of people that helped build it to to what it is today you know what I'm saying we used to think about clothing and, and hats and and all type of crazy stuff bro i'm glad you uh, jump yeah. on <laughs> yeah midlife man that was that was the crew bro uh brought us all together whether it was music cars fashion yeah. you know we like to stay fly you know everybody <laughs> rides it that's yeah. how we roll man man i remember um I remember, I remember man when we first met man so me and uh, I don't want to mess up your name though. So um, how you say your name one more time? Yazid. Yazid. All right. So when I met when I met him, right? Um, man, we was in Iraq, dude. That's that's what we met. We 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 uh, got merged into a, a unit together. Uh, it was six twelve. Uh, I never I didn't I never met him or nothing like that. But when we got to Iraq, um, we was um, in the same base and everything together, and we just clicked up, man. Um, the the first time we met, man, and uh, I'm I'm glad we did. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But the 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 main thing that I liked about you, man, when we um when I had got all that software and stuff, man, and um I made that little that little fake studio in the back of the tent, and um yeah. you, <laughs> you came back there, man, and you was like, cause you wasn't even a, a rapper then, R- really nobody was. You know, we was just uh, right. I just wanted to do something to to pass the time while we was over there and 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 to really get our mind off what we was doing over there, cause we was in them streets in Iraq. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, we was getting busy out there. <laughs> and I remember, um, like, you wasn't a rapper, man, but you, you was like, ah, oh, man, I don't rap, but, man, I'll try. But the thing is, man, like, we had to we, we work you through it, but when you got it, man, like, you got it, dude. Like, <laughs> like you was just all into it, man. I, you, you know, it, it took a lot of people to, to stick to something like that and just perfect it. You know what I'm saying? No, it really do, man. And as far as rapping goes, bro, I was just wanting to have fun with you know make sure everybody had a good time in Iraq mm-hmm. and you know just get there and do what I do what we gotta do pass the time basically you know <laughs> yo so we gonna get into the questions my my guy I don't wanna hold you up too long you know what I'm saying 
So nah, you good, bro. <laughs> so your original name, right? Uh, because what I'm saying is, because um, you had converted over to Muslim, right? And then when you did that, you you did the whole name change and everything. Um, right. And your name before that was Andre McCullens, right? So that's how I knew you from that. Um, right. So then over the years, man, um, you know, we, we didn't lose touch, but, you know, you had to go do what you had to do. You had to get out the Army and stuff like that and went off and did what you had to do. And then um, I think it was my older brother, man. Before you left, you had converted. And uh, he was like, nah, man, his name ain't Mac no more, man. It, he, he changed it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, man, he really went deep into the Muslim world <laughs> like that. And, and uh, that, that's pretty cool, right. man. So, um, what made you want to convert to Muslim? Well, to be honest, it was it's, the journey kind of started um, on our first deployment, you know, just being out there, you know, just watching them and observing. And then on my second deployment, I really got, like, I would say deep into the villages and stuff with the community. So I actually got to see a different side in Iraq than most people. Mm-hmm. And I got to see that these people were really humble. And not only that, like, uh, I would see men, particularly men, stop in the middle of the day and, like, you know, stop with whatever they were doing and, like, worship God, you know what I mean? And um, I thought that was big because in the States, um, to be perfectly honest, most men don't stop for nothing. Like, we work, we get money. The only time we stop is, like, to get something to eat yep. or, you know. Yep. They just don't stop at all. So when I seen, like, you know, powerful men stop and do that, that was big for me. So that kind of intrigued me. So I was like, let me see what's really going on. Let me observe more. And then um, it worked for me. Uh, Islam, it basically is a way of peace if done properly, which which most people do in America. Uh, It just calms your soul, man, and uh, gives you discipline, bro. That's really what it's about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you on that one. So my next question is, man, because like I said, man, me and you go way back. <laughs> I mean, and I, we could take it back to the Fairville, uh, back back to Fairville, man. We was in them streets, though. You know what I'm saying? And um, Vietnam, <laughs> Vietnam, man. And we was out there, man. And um, so did you did you see something, or you went through something that made you want to go on that journey? You know, to make you want to find something that was gonna get you, uh, um give you peace if you don't mind me asking you know what i'm saying no, I, no, I know yeah, it could be a person because you know a, a lot of people a lot of people do that man they um something drastic happened in their life and then next time you see them man they just change people you know uh did anything drastic happen or it's up to you if you want to you know talk about it or not nah um i wouldn't say really drastic but like those that know me and that was around at the time like everybody knows that like my daughter passed away yeah. um and at that point in time I was just out there, I guess, like, more or less, not wilding, but, you know, my daughter died. I was drinking a little bit at the time. And um, after that, man, I guess I just got, like, clarity with my life. Like, all right, now I need to really focus because now I got an angel up above watching me. And it's my daughter, you feel me? Yep. So I got to do what I got to do. So I personally think that she was brought to me to put me on the right path, so to speak, and uh, do the right thing. And I found Islam and straight positivity ever since, you know, and, like, I'm not perfect, I ain't gonna sit up here like I'm some angel, but, like, I just try to do the right thing, treat people right, and do what I gotta do, and try to change lives daily, man, do this fitness thing, you know? Yeah. Gotta think that we was young back in those days, too, man, and you know when, 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 like, one of your best friends or something, they change up on you, 
people start hating. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna sit up and lie like oh, I wasn't. Man. Like you know what I'm saying? I, I was mad too. You know what I'm saying? Like man, he ain't even. It wasn't that you weren't speaking to me no more. But at that time, we were so young. That's the way I felt. You know what I'm saying? Like man, we was just doing this. Now all of a sudden, he don't even want to speak to me no more. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what's going on? But you know, when you young, right. you don't really understand stuff like that. I didn't really understand that till I got till I got older, and I had to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. It was just so. It was just. Uh, it was just so funny, man. It was like everybody that was in the clique back in those days. We were just all mad at you, you know, because <laughs> we did everything together, and then all of a sudden you you kind of disappeared off the scene, and it was like, man, well, fuck him, man. No, nah, man, I did this. You know, you know, how everybody started bringing up stuff. Right. I did this right. for him. I did this for him. So, uh, and you know, my brother, my brother, you know, he's a very spiritual person. You know what I'm saying? So he really had to sit me down because I was really wild back in those days. But he had to sit me down, like, hey, man, sometimes people. Go through stuff, man, and they had to change their ways up. They had to go through a different journey, you know. And he, he always told me, like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's really even thinking about you, man. You know, he's thinking about something personal that happened, and that's why he right. had to, you know, change up, you know. Um, and a lot of people thought me and you was beefing and stuff. I'm like, you know, I was like, nah, we ain't beefing, man. You know, see, so he uh, he went that, he, he went his way, and then we'll, we'll we will come back in the full circle eventually. In which that's always happened, man, because we we all know the same people, and eventually. You know what I'm saying? We was going to pop back up and uh, start talking again. But, man, you... Yeah, you, man, that, yeah, that's, how life, that's how life goes, bro. Yeah. Um, and, no, uh, de- definitely no beef or nothing like that. Nothing against the people that I might have, like, distanced myself from. And it wasn't an intentional, intentional distance. It was more like, all right, I got to get my life right. Uh, let me make sure I'm on the right path for myself. Because, I don't know, some people out there, if you're around a lot of people, you may not, I wouldn't say necessarily things that you don't want to do but uh, you become who your friends are yeah. so then you gotta you know you gotta separate yourself to see who you really are and do what you want to do and uh, find your own path and then when you come back you can still be you amongst those friends you know what I mean yeah, it's definitely birds so, of a feather man <laughs> peer pressure was a was a motherfucker back then <laughs> yeah man we were swinging on um <laughs> Brag Boulevard. I mean, lane to lane and didn't care. (laughs) We have (laughs) too much stuff was going back in the days, man. But I mean, I just like the way that at the end of the day, man, we all looked at each other as brothers, man. And uh, that's why, like, you know, people like you, man, would, 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 you know, would people understand, like, you can do stuff. People might not mention it, but you still inspire them at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's how I feel. Like, I was watching you for a distance for a minute. And then I was like, man, maybe I need to get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I got to figure this whole thing out. Because you didn't care what nobody thought. You went and got yourself together. Because a lot of people stay in the same situation because they didn't want to look like, oh, man, I ain't going to look cool no more if I do this. Or I ain't going to, they're going to look at me different if I do that. You know what I'm saying? You just took it. Like, I don't care what anybody say. This is for me. And I'm going to change up on them. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, dude, I'm just, I'm proud of you, my dude. I appreciate that, man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell this. This is for the people that's listening, man. Like at the end of the day, it's just you and your family and God, right? And the only person judging you is God. So you gotta be who you are before God. You know what I mean? Yep. At the end of the day, never be scared to do what you want to do. Like I got, I got homeboys that like to ski, like to surf, um, sip tea, all kind of wild stuff. <laughs> but like, you gotta let them people be them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might want to skydive like y'all riggers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All that extra stuff, but <laughs> people just got to be them. Never be a, be a, uh, afraid to be who you are, man, like, at the end of the day. 
Because you got to be true to yourself. You feel me? Yeah. And it, it, it's so fun. You sound so peaceful right now. And I'm, I'm going to let everybody in podcast land know, man. I got to tell this one this one story, man. Just to let you know how wild my boy was. <laughs> um, I ain't going to go too deep into details. I don't want to incriminate nobody. Um, but I remember, I, you remember when I had my crib in Bonnie Doom, in the hood out of all places, right? And um, yeah. I had a little studio upstairs in the spare room. Everybody used to come through there, you know, drink. We used to, we used to drink them tilts back in the day. We'd be like, tilt me up, baby. It was the, it was the, <laughs> tilt me up, baby. Yeah, tilt me up, baby. It was a, man, we'd be on them tilts hard, you know what I'm saying? Writing, I'd be in there making beats, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just in there just spitting, just having fun. Um, but I remember um, one night, though, all of us over there. You and another dude, I'm not going to miss his name. Y'all had a little joint venture going on. I'll just say that. Um, and the thing is, I was telling my boy, like, don't play at that time. Don't play with Matt. All right? That's shit. He our bodyguard. You know what I'm saying? We went to him you know, <laughs> to knock people out. You know what I'm saying? So um, y'all had your little joint venture thing going on, but he ended up owing you some money. And this story is so funny to this day. I remember being in the studio, and he already owed you some money. And then he was like, hey, I'm about to go to the store. Um, I'm going to go get some beers and stuff. Now, you've been warning him. You was actually being nice. You've been warning him all month. Like, hey, I want my money back. Like, give him my money. I don't care what happened to it. I want my money. You know what I'm saying? So that night when he was like, uh, hey, I'm about to go to the store and get some more beers. And then you yelled out the door like, hey, make sure you bring me my money back. <laughs> and he was like, all right, all right. Walked out the door. And I'm texting him like, bring that money back, dude. I promise you, you don't want no problems with this guy. Bring this money back. So, you know, he of course he blew me off. He comes back with the beer with no money in hand. And that moment, he knew who you was. You know, because <laughs> you was like, you know what, man? Meet me outside. You know, and he, that was the and you had you walked downstairs and walked out the door. My boy took three hours to walk down them seven steps, dude, to get out that door. He was so scared. And I'm telling him, like, nobody's finna jump in it. Nobody's finna do nothing. Man, you should have brought his money back. And he was like, y'all ain't gonna help? Nah. What? What, what, what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? We, we can't beat him. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, he came outside. It was no talking. You just knocked the dude out, dude. Dude, you knocked him out so hard, he clinched the beer bottle and broke it. <laughs> Cause he had that beer bottle saying, as soon as you hit it, it was like, bah! He just, he clinched that beer bottle so hard, he just broke it in half. Dude, I was like, I told you, dumbass, don't mess with this guy. And ever since then, uh, man, you, cause it was a lot of people over there too. <laughs> it was a lot yeah, of people over there. And ever since then, man, like nobody messed with Matt. But I was telling people like, he is, he's really a peaceful guy. Just don't piss, piss him off. But I just wanted to share yeah, that story, man. man. How 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 peaceful you is now, you know what I'm saying? But I know I know what you're capable of, and we all yeah, we man. all do, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Back then I had uh I wouldn't even say I had temper issues, but it was more or less like I didn't have no tolerance for any bullshit. Yeah. But now I have a lot more tolerance, let's say. But I still live by the same principle. Yeah. So those uh y'all out there listening, don't get it twisted. Like <laughs> I'm a peaceful person, but. I live by the same principles. I give you respect, you give me respect. If I owe you something, I'm gonna give it to you. Yep. If you owe me something, might want to give it to me. Yep. <laughs> Cause you was, hey, you was yeah. punking out people in Iraq, dude. Just anybody. Cause you, you ain't no small dude. So it wasn't like anybody was gonna do anything. Like you really, you was, you was intimidating bullies over there, man. Like, oh, you think you a bully? Mac finna go and handle your behind real quick. But uh, yeah, 
I don't like bullies, man. No, that's one thing I don't like. That's so, another story, man. You, I'm you, always that's another story, man. I remember you stood up uh, to the bullet we had in Iraq. You stood up to that guy. You know what I'm saying? Handle. Oh man, I, it was so funny. You just tapped the door and said, "Hey, come outside." That's your favorite line. You know that, right? Hey, come outside. That's, it is. <laughs> I still do that to this day. Yo, just let's come outside. Yeah, come outside, man. We're going to have, have this talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and rough you up real quick, and we're going to go about our business. But that's always been you, my dude. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then after that, though, like, humbly, like, uh, there's no problems. Yeah. Shake his cool. hand, all that. Cool I'll still be cool with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So let me ask you this, right? Um. So it's, it's on the Muslim situation, right? And I know we talked briefly... Uh, uh, the other day about it, American Muslims and like Middle Eastern Muslims, right? Cause that's where you basically got the inspiration first when you was over there deploy. Uh, you see how these guys like pay pay their respect to God, you know, at any time of day. They'll just stop what they're doing, you know, pull their rug out, you know what I'm saying, and and do what they have to do. And you was amazed by that. Um, do you have a problem with how they generalize? Muslims, like all Muslims, like soon as somebody say Muslim, they think terrorist, or they say terrorist right after Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Could I be like, well, do you understand, like, it's the same religion, but what about the Muslims, like, in Philly and stuff like that? Like, Beanie Siegel, like, are you comp you saying Beanie Siegel and them is the Middle Eastern Muslims? You know what I'm saying? And honestly, when I was over there, they, the Muslims that we met, well, over in Iraq, they was peaceful people, man. Then they they shake your hand, they like to dance and laugh. But do you have a problem how they uh, tag that terrorist um, hashtag on the Muslim? <laughs> the terrorist hashtag. Yeah, the terrorist. Uh, <laughs> <I, laughs> that's crazy. Now I do have a problem with it, more or less. Like uh, society, I would say society, because there's no one in particular, but society lumps us all in one basket. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's uh, that's not true, man. Like, um, Muhammad Ali wasn't no terrorist. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wasn't no terrorist. Um, the Muslims in America, man, more or less, Malcolm X wasn't no terrorist. Just peaceful people, you know, trying to do the right thing and um, God-fearing people. Um, as far as American Muslims versus Middle Eastern Muslims, the biggest difference is just cultural. Like, uh, I was born in America. Most Muslims were born in America. Um, in Philadelphia, they got like eight, nine generations of American-born Muslims. So it's not like they're uh, from another country. So that's the biggest difference is cultural. Like, um, anyone that says that Islam is uh, what you call a, a bad religion or... Yeah, I just, I just think, I just think they, they, something they, like that. they just need to separate the two. Like those guys are just yeah, terrorists. They need to separate. <laughs> they need to separate culture from religion. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 That's basically. It, it. I'm so I'm so weird. Every time they say that, I'd be like, man, I wonder what Philadelphia Freeway think about that. You know what I'm saying? I wonder what Beanie Siegel think about that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's you got to separate the two, you know what I'm saying? They they just terrorists. They just don't like those, and that's those group of people. It's not even like Iraq, you know. It's just those group yeah. of uh, extremists that that just hate America and then they just you know they just become terrorists and, and attack. And they're not even attacking just America. They're over there, London, and everything. They yeah, they're bombing their own people. Not only that, they have an agenda, man. Their agenda is to uh, basically take over those lands. So they use the propaganda. To do that, yeah. 
So some uh, Muslims don't even consider them Muslims, but I'm not a scholar or anything, so I can't say that. But let's, I'm a, I will say that uh, they're not being peaceful people. Yeah. And they're not living in, um, the true deen or the true religion the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a peaceful way of life. It gives you structure mm-hmm. and discipline, and it makes you a humble person at the end of the day. That's what all religions are supposed to do. Yeah. You know I mean? Let me ask so. you this, right? When you say, when you meet somebody, right? And you uh-huh. tell them eventually, yeah, I'm a Muslim. Do they look at you different or act different or, or, or do anything different around you? When I first became Muslim, I lost a lot of friends because of this, man. Wow, like, really? That's crazy. I won't say no names. I won't say no names. But, like, the people that I was in the army with, like, from, from basic training to uh, AIT all the way to brag to deployment, you feel me? Yeah. They kind of distanced themselves. Which was cool because they showed they, you know, they kind of showed their colors like, okay. And I, I feel like God did that. But at the same time, nowadays, when someone sees me, they know my name is Yaziz. So they try to put two and two together, but I let my actions speak more than anything. So, like, when I'm at work, you know, I'm doing what I do. I'm training people. Um, I'm training people of all nationalities, Jewish, Jamaicans, Haitians, whatever. Um, and... When they see me as a person, they respect me, bro. Once they find out I'm Muslim, they ask me if, uh, what holiday. They want to know more about it. So yeah. you just have to be the example at the end of the day. No matter what religion you are, you need to be the example so those people know, like, nah, uh, he, nah he ain't one of them crazy Muslims or he's not a terrorist. Like, he's living how he's supposed to live. You know what I mean? So it's, it's I just think that's so crazy, man. I, only th- only thing I thought was weird, like when you changed the whole name, you know, I was like, man, he's he's really deep into it. But I was younger then too, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, right. he really like, you know, my brother shot to tell me the name. I was like, man, I don't know that guy. You know, I don't know who that is. I know Mac. I know I know the boot, Louisiana Mac. That's why I know. I was, that was just me being stubborn. But at the end of the day, now go ahead. Yeah, it's still Louisiana though. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, <laughs> I know, like I. That's yeah, me. That's no, me. I had to grow into it. I, well, he's yeah, still that. You know. Uh, yeah, we know that. But it's uh, and it's mad Muslims in Louisiana. How, how how do y'all come up with the name? Like, what, what what's the process on that one? Well, more or less, my process was I wanted to find a name that fit me, like, truly as a person. Mm-hmm. And, like, inside, like, I'm real peaceful, right? But I also, like, I always help people. If anyone knows me, I always try to help people, try to do this, that, help them with their problems, listen to them, right? So, and that's how I chose my name, Yazid Salam. I also had a good friend named Melissa, a.k.a. Noor, from Malaysia, who helped me pick my first name. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, I, I thought y'all like went on a website, like, and then, well, you know, this is my name now. Then hit like a generation button and just go through like random names, and you just be like, oh, I. Right. No, 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 <laughs> no. You just start to, uh, you just start to look at the attributes of of God or things that you know that have positivity names, and they do that. What I don't know if most people know, but like in the Native American country, not country, but uh, culture. Sorry. Um, and some of them, they get to choose their names when they become a certain age. Oh, really? You know? So they can embody that name. You know what I mean? So they don't have a because name until they turn, like, eight or whatever? Then well, they have a name, but yeah. then they get to choose their name, like... I got, you, I, got you. I don't want to say no wild name, but they get to choose their name. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's say you were born uh, son of Daniel, right? Mm-hmm. And when you become a certain age, you get to pick your name. You know like, what I mean? like, so, yeah. like, like running horse or some shit like that. Exactly. <laughs> and I met a couple yeah, of running go. horses in the army too. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, man, is that your oh, real name? You like, yeah, I'm, I'm native, native. In. Oh, like, oh yeah, I got it now. I got it. Yeah. Running horse, yeah. Just think, how many people are born get a name and they don't even like their name? You're right. I mean, yeah, you're right, man. I mean, for years I had to accept my name. You know, so I got the. I got the corniest name alive for a black dude from the hood, um, but I, I just embraced it, you know what I'm saying? But you're right, though. It, it's, it, people live their life and don't even like their names, and they end up just changing it eventually, or they just, or they don't even want to pass down the name. You know, I know people like that, too. You know, I, I just had a son, and I, I just embodied my, I embodied my name, so I was like, my son finna be a junior. You know, whatever he choose to do yeah. with it, it is what it is. But, I mean, I, I definitely understand you on that one, though. Yep. So you just gotta embody it. That's all. At the end of the day, running horse. Man, I see. I would. I do want to change my name to like uh, Eagle Eye or like something, <laughs> something just a tad bit. You know when you when you hear it. You know Eagle Eye. You Eagle know like, like oh, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> oh yeah, I know who that is. He is. He a sharpshooter. Yeah, he's he a expert. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my last name is is I'm the only dude that's Kofer. You know what I'm saying? Like so that, that's why I never I, that's why I kinda embodied it embodied it because it's like, well there ain't too many people in my name anyway. So when you say my name, you they you know exactly who they talking about. It ain't no like oh right, you, you, know. you, you talk about the one on the west side or the east No, you know exactly there's only one of me, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so where where you at yeah. now, man? You you down there you say you was down in Florida, right? Yeah, I'm in Orlando, Orlando, Florida, man. Hmm. How you like it down there, man? I like it out here, bro. Sunny weather is never cold. Uh, food is great. Lots of things to do. Beaches. Lots <laughs> of stuff, bro. Oh, that's bad. Sure, I got to make it down there, man. Just stay down there until I come back to the States so I can go holler at you. <laughs> I'm gonna be out here, man. I'm training every day out here, uh, so I'm definitely gonna be out here. That's all I do. So, yeah. let me ask you this, right? So, like I said, back in the days, man, we used to get our drink on, man, and <laughs> and eat any goddamn thing in the world. Um, but you took a different path, right? And not only like Muslims, they don't just eat not pork, though. Like you, you took it further than that. Is it just not pork, or what? What other foods that Muslims? Or forbidden to eat? Uh, just 
more or less just pork and uh, try to take care of your body um, and don't drink your stuff like that. Yeah. Because, see, now you're a personal trainer now, right? Right. And it, I mean, I I see it, though, man. You so, I mean, dude, you like, dedicated to it. I was like, man, not only did he just, you know, change his religion to something peaceful, he's he's actually taking care of his body at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like it's kind of like you're purifying yourself, like, you know, all over again. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what made you get into, like, being a personal trainer and just really getting deep into the health thing? Well, I'm going to take it back to the Army, right? Mm-hmm. So, everybody know, especially people listening, everybody know when you get up in the morning, what's the first thing you got to do? PT, PT. right? Mm-hmm. So, you wake up, you go to PT, you really don't want to be there, so you go through the motions. You do some push-ups, some sit-ups, you go on a battalion run, you know, mm-hmm. and you get up, go take your shower, you might go get some breakfast, but you might hit that McDonald's or that Hardy's right on post. Yep. Know? <laughs> and then after that, you go back to work. It's lunchtime. You might hit that McDonald's or that Burger King. Mm-hmm. All right. And then after that, you just go back to the crib. You don't do much. At that point, you are working out because your job requires you to. Yeah, it's not going to another job. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When you're required to do something, you really don't want to do it, right? Yeah. So when I got out of the Army... I was like, man, I miss working out. I miss the runs. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss the push-ups and the sit-ups. Not only that, I wanted to stay semi-healthy. I wanted to, you know, become more health-conscious and things like that. So, when I came to Florida, initially I didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I just chilled for a year. I just chilled for a year. Then I was like, all right, I'm still, I'm doing 5Ks and stuff like that, you know, to be, be in the running game and be healthy. And then I heard about this personal training school out here. It's called MPTI, National um, Personal Training Institute in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So I went and checked it out, man. And uh, shout out to the Army. They paid for it. You feel me? What? That's love. Yeah, Army paid for it. So all y'all veterans out there who want to be in the fitness game, all right, MPTI, they got a, uh, they got a residential program. You could come out here for uh, three and a half, four months get the vibes and then go back to wherever you are or you can stay out here and do your thing but um that's what I did man and I just really want to change lives when I was in the army I felt like I had a purpose like we would go to war come back but when we came back I didn't feel like I had a purpose now when I wake up I know every day that I got a purpose because I got a client waiting on me at 5 30 in the morning and they waiting for me to change their life Hmm. it's really reward you know what I mean yeah every day All right, let me get on this last topic, man. I was going to save this for the regular show, uh, but, man, since I got you on here, man, I just want to get your opinion. Um, so, <clears throat> just like we talked about earlier, man, it's not that you've seen something or, you know, went through a drastic situation. It was just a lot of things all in one, you know, saying you just wanted to change your life. Have you ever, at one point, um, like, think about suicide back in those days when, like, and then, uh, no, no disrespect in any way, you know, when your daughter died, I mean, did you go through, uh, you know, cause I know a lot of people, man, they, they go through that situation, they lose a right. child, um, and then they start thinking suicidal thoughts. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because we just had a dude kill himself in our unit, you know, last week, you know, and okay. I think, um, 
the funny thing is, not the funny thing, but the weird thing is, is always those guys that was just like the most popular ones. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to figure out what is the link between the two. You know what I'm saying? Um, but first, if you... All right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I got you. I'll tell you the link, too. But initially, like, when my daughter passed, man, I I did not think that I was going to kill myself. Everybody, and whether anybody wants to admit it or not, everybody has a suicidal thought. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? At some point, it's like, man, can I handle this? Can I handle the stress? Yeah. And really what it is is stress management. Most people don't know how to manage stress. So how some people manage stress is I can't handle this. I just need to end it. And mm-hmm. when they end it, there's no coming back from that, obviously. Yeah. Um, so you just got to manage manage your stress. And as far as, like, the link between the two, like, the popular guys, man, the thing, sometimes you're out here and it looks, it, it, everything looks great, but on the inside, these people are hurting. This is why a lot of comedians, that's what they do. Yeah. They, use their, uh, they use their comedic talents to... I guess you say entertain the people, but inside they be hurting. Mm-hmm. So some of these popular people are really hurting, and that's why they make you laugh, and that's why they they're the life of the party because inside some things are drastically wrong and they need help, but people don't see it, and sometimes they don't know how to ask for it because they're prideful or you know they're maybe too macho or they may be for like people in the army. So you, just so they can understand, they might be a, a squad leader or your Sergeant, mm-hmm. or like best friend standing next to you. Um, ask people how they day are. Ask people how they doing. You know what I mean. Ask yeah. people how they um did they work out go good. Ask them like yo, what you eat today. Like ask people these things because sometimes that could break up someone's day. You know what I mean? It, it, so, it, 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 that's why I'm, I'm the way I am, man. Like um I, I talk to people. I talk to anybody. I will be talking to strangers and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? This, Cause you just never know. Like you ever just sat down? Like you just met a stranger, right? And you say one word to him, like hey, how you doing? And then y'all just have this full hour conversation. You know, like you just never know. What do they have on their mind? And then from the dude that um that committed suicide in my unit, I was like, man, this dude was always in a happy spirit. You know, he was, I mean, they was putting up pictures and everything. He was on these hikes, you know what I'm saying? Like, jumping out of these planes. Like, he just always was in a happy spirit, smiling on his face. He was a, he was a funny guy. And then all of a sudden, man, he went to Germany and then, you know, just took his own life. And then I kind of linked that back to, Kanye West, you know, whether it's real or fake, he's having these mental, you know, uh, breakdowns. I'm like, man, you are a superstar. You are, you got millions of dollars. You're not going through broke people problems. You know, what, what's going on and you're successful. What's going on in your life that you just have a mental, this breakdown, you know? So, th- and I feel like, the, well, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, a lot of these people don't have inner peace though, man. Like, it's funny that you brought this up. I didn't know, like, just for the people, I didn't know he was going to bring this up. It's not, like, scripted or anything. A guy down here who goes to my gym actually killed himself this past weekend. Wow. You know what I mean? And he lives at these places called The Lofts, right? The Lofts is, like, a affluent little neighborhood down by Crane's Roots. If anybody knows about Florida or Orlando, Crane's Roots Boulevard, mm-hmm. right off of 434. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, jumped off the 7th floor. You know what I mean? Mind you, mind you, he lives in an affluent area. Uh, he is a businessman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, he took his life. Like uh, these people have uh, what you call 
monetary things and things of uh, material values, but they don't have inner peace. Mm-hmm. And that's what people got to obtain. Like, if you check out uh, Russell Simmons, like, Russell Simmons was a wild boy in his day, like a wild, wild boy. Yeah. But now, Russell, he meditate, you know what I mean, he take care of his body. He looked younger now than he did when he was like 29, 28. Mm-hmm. Because he got inner peace now. And hey, you know so what, man? What he, yeah. yeah, I'm on that level too, man. Because um, it's like <clears throat> when a dude committed suicide, like, then after a while I kept thinking about it. Like, I, I can see why, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's some type of inner peace. And I, I think, um, and like you said, I think everybody goes through uh, that thought one time in their life. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think, like, back in our day, I just wanted to be the most popular guy, dude. You know? And then when I wasn't the most popular guy, like, I felt like I ain't had no need to even be here on this earth. You know what I'm saying? So, and I and I can understand, like, I it's like, I don't know, man. It's kind of like, um, I, I think that's just the link. You know what I'm saying? Like, then I got, then everybody started knowing me. And then I got kind of paranoid. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, I'm out there way too much. You know, like, man, I don't need to be here like that. You know, but, um when everybody know you you when, when you're popular you know you got it's one problem after another problem after another problem that's why i was telling people like be careful what you ask for you want to be famous but it's always you, you got now you got a million problems that you're going to deal with you know when you when you stay to yourself you just you just got problems you got to deal with your own you know um and then when you popular like that or out there um and everybody knows you you know you got the you got to keep up this facade man like this image like okay Every time I see these these people, I got to have a smile on my face, not knowing what's going on inside of me. Because then I was I would have been embarrassed if I would have said what's really going on, you know, um, in my personal right. life. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want nobody to look at me differently. And when you do stuff like that, man, like that builds up inside. And then that's how people, you know, uh, take their own lives. It's, that's the only way it's going to get released. So now, you know, I kind of take it with a grain of salt now. Like, if you don't like me, you don't like me or whatever. Um, that's why I started, you know, really got deep into music and everything, because you can get everything out on that pencil and on that pen and pad. You know, that's why I like started a podcast show. You know, I'm just reaching people. You never know who you're gonna reach with this podcast show. You know, you might us talking about this right now could change their whole perspective. You know, what I'm saying they might look into the Muslim thing, you know, and then find peace that way. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, very true, man. Like uh, at the end of the day, that inner peace. Everybody uh, out there listening, no matter what it is, just try to find that inner peace. What makes you you on a, on a daily basis? Like uh, me personally, I deal with so many people, and I'm kind of like a therapist when it comes to personal training. Mm-hmm. Like, um, because I talk to my clients every day, I know what they do, I know what their wives do, their husbands do, all these things, and things about their family, uh, and. You have to share with them too. So they become my friends and stuff. So I share things with them. They have to know that pe- people are, we human people. Like seriously, we human. We not robots. Everybody has feelings. Sometimes you got to express them. Yep. And um, don't be don't be prideful or ashamed of who you are. You know what I mean? And I think that's the, get those dicks off the chest. That's the main part, man. Like we, people, you know, men, we scared to cry in front of each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let it out, you know? Funny that you say that, man. Right. Uh, you remember, you remember Tron, man. You know Tron. I remember Tron. So he calls me out the blue today, man. Like I ain't talked to this guy in in years. It's just so funny, man. I'm talking to you. Tron hit me up this morning. Um, but we had a long talk, dude, and I could hear it in his voice, like he was just going through something. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
And I, you know, I felt happy because he was like the only person that I wanted to talk to. Well, it was me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't talked to this dude in years, but he wanted to, to call me. And I just heard it in his voice, man. And then I just, I just told him, like, let it all out, man. Like, whatever's well, going on in your life, like, let's talk about it right now, you know. And from that conversation, man, I, I, I could hear his spirit, like, lift by the time we hung up the phone. You know, he wanted to go out and go do some stuff now. So you just never know, man. And, you know, Tron was a cocky dude back in the day. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you couldn't yeah. do, you know, Tron was Tron. You know what I'm saying? He thought he got all the girls. He could do, He was athletic and stuff like that. Uh, he actually ended up, like, being overweight and stuff. Because he, he went through something in his life. He actually ended up being overweight and stuff like that. But he ended up losing the weight and stuff like that. But I was just so, that's not normal for Tron. Tron was the most right. athletic person we knew. Um, but just to, just to hear his voice, and I heard that tremble. You know, you hear that tremble in the voice. I'm like, oh, let me, yeah. let me start what I'm doing. Let me talk to him. And um, by the by the end of the by the end of the conversation, man, he was in high spirit again. That's why I was telling people like, you just never know. Like that that dude right there was the cockiest dude I know, man. He thought he could beat up everybody. He, he was just you know out of this world, and all of a sudden he was down, like he was out of it. And I just it was it just shocked my mind. <clears throat> it happens to the best of us, bro. It happens to athletes, actors. It happens to your sergeant majors, mm-hmm. your colonels. People be stressed out, man. They, people have so much stress on their shoulders, and sometimes they don't know how to get it out, man. Yeah. And the best way I know how, shameless plug, is fitness. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. Fitness and finding that inner peace, man. Uh, if you like boxing, if you like to do running, spinning, cycling, uh, aerobic step for the females, whatever you like to do, go do it, man. Mm-hmm. If you just want to sit outside, on the bench and look at the trees, go do it. Yeah, the, That's what you gotta. Do. You know, it's you know, it's messed up, man. Um, when the dude committed suicide last week, and uh, one of my friends, man, I ain't gonna say his name. He had his own opinion. He got his own opinion about suicide, right? So when we had to go to the memorial service, he was like, "Man, if he want to be a coward and take his own life, man, that's on him." And then I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> like what?" You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what that guy was going through. I, I, I'm i not mad at him. Because some people think that. You get what I'm saying? Like, some people think, like, he's a coward. That's how he killed it. You know, that's why he killed himself. Or whatever. Like, I don't even understand how you mix the two. But that's your opinion. And I'm just so appalled. Like, how can you sit up here and say... Like, he's mad because he killed himself. Like, he's mad at him. Like, oh, he's a coward now. And I'm like, man, what if that happened to one of your family members? You gonna call him a coward also? My, my, my only term I would use for a person commit suicide is a coward. It's like a dude that goes into a building, kill 13 people, and then shoot himself. Then that's when I, I'll call that person a coward because he don't want to deal with yeah, the consequences a, yeah, after that. Yeah, that's, def- that's definitely a coward. Yeah, that's a coward. You know what I'm saying? And I was saying to him, like, this dude was going through something. You know, <laughs> he was going through something. Nobody was talking to him. And then he killed himself, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, the only way I call a guy a coward, if he go in there and shoot up a, a school full of kids and then shoot himself because he don't want to deal with the consequences. That's a coward to me. But everybody is entitled to their own opinion. You know, um, I wasn't really mad at him. We just had that discussion. You know, it's like, man, how can you even mix the two? But it is what it is, man. Just always make sure you talk to your friends, man. And I tell people all the time, man, like, you might not talk to nobody for years. Just like, what, what happened with Tron, man? Like, Ain't talked to him in years, and when he called me, man, we was talking about a serious subject like that. Quit. We wasn't even catching up, you know. <laughs> we didn't even catch up about the past. Nothing. 
we went straight to a serious conversation. I felt like um, his spirit was lifted by the time the conversation was over with. Uh, yes, man. He needed that. Mm-hmm. He needed that. He did. I'm gonna make sure. Uh, I might try to get him on the show too, man. Have him call in. You know, he want to get back into the music and stuff like that. I'm gonna start sending him some beats. You still be messing with the music, man? All right. I just facilitate now, man. As far as like <laughs> music goes, I got a lot of. Uh, I got a lot of good friends in the music game. You know, mm-hmm. I got a lot of people that I work with that I would work with. I wouldn't even say underground, man. He a producer. He done produced for Talib Kweli, Sean Price, uh, J. Cole, mm-hmm. right there in the Ville. And um, that's my man, Irv Ford. They call him Ford Tough. He do his thing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, musically, I got a, a couple artists that I'm, a, I guess you'd say, affiliated with. That uh, If I know something that's going on, I, I try to look out for him and stuff like that. I also got a man that got a uh, record label. Including you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, still in it. I'm still in it. <laughs> that's overseas. He got this artist named Tommy Guns that's out there in uh, Germany. And let me uh, tell the audience about this music game. Get in, get your money, man. Yeah. And any av- any avenue, get your money because guess what? They're gonna use you. Not only that, it's like uh, music. It's, it's your culture. You make it. You own it. Yep. On what you do, yep. and um, realize that it's a, it's a big world out here. America is is good, but go overseas and get some money too. Yep. Like <laughs> other countries <laughs> like hip hop, other countries like R and B, other countries like music. Get out of here and go get your passport up. You feel me? I mean, with these artists' name, like these artists' name, Lil Yachty out there making this money. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's some money out there to get. <laughs> Cause they, little Yachty's blowing yeah. up, and I'm like, ah, oh, are you serious? And that kind of pisses us off, though. Like, I ain't gonna say we old heads, but you know, we was trying to do it. We was trying to be the most lyrical people alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, you know, these rappers today, man, they just come out there and say whatever, man. But I mean, I don't knock them, though. I don't knock that mumble rap stuff. I mean, it ain't for me. But hey, man, man, you gotta make it's, your uh, money. I can't knock it either because it's, it's a hustle. That's really what, the, and that's what the rap game is. If you really think about mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a hustle. Now, some people hustle for the whole, their whole lives. Some people hustle one hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely a hustle. So you got to get in, do what you do. If you believe in your craft, perfect it, and then you're gonna last long. Like like Jay, like yeah. Jay the Kiss, the Logs, you know, mm-hmm. the real heavy bit hitters. Or you're just gonna be a one hit wonder. And nobody wants to be that, but it's a hustle. You can get up, like Yachty got probably got some M's. You feel me? But mm-hmm. like in two years, we won't know who he is. Nah. But he up. I hope not. I hope we don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I I got to start. I want to start playing some of our old music, man. Not 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 just to put it out there, but to see the growth over the years. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember uh-huh. when uh, you know I, I remember I mean when you first started coming in there, right? You know, uh, spitting and stuff, man. We was you know we was all just amateurs, but um, I remember you, you couldn't even get through a line without I had to stop it, plug it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like <laughs> it was like I some Easy E, Dr. Dre type stuff. Like I right, uh, say that again though this way, but you know what I'm saying? But man. Two, three days later, then you was damn near Nas out there in them streets, man. I was like, this dude, yeah. man, you and Fred, yeah, that's what uh, you was rapping with Fred. I was like, this dude's killing it right now. It, just, just the fact that you just stuck with it. And we all did. Um, yeah. You know, we stuck with it, man. And it's just like, you, you got to keep practicing at something, man. Just, just You, you got to keep practicing at something to get better. Um, 
when you go back and listen to this episode, um, at the beginning of it, um, I used Marvin, uh, Little Florida, uh, one of his songs as the intro, and you can just hear his growth, dude. Just like he ain't Little Florida no more, man. Like he, he really stepped his game up. He went to sc- he went to school with Full Sail University to really learn the, the the software and you know how to how to soundproof a room. Like I mean, he really got deep into it, man. And I'm gonna play the whole song after. After we done, I'm also featured on the track also. But I mean, just 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 stick whatever you doing, man. Keep practicing. Um, anybody out there podcasting, whatever your craft is, just keep doing it, and eventually you get better. They might not feel you at first, but uh, you know you keep going at it. Eventually, they'll hop on. I mean, especially if you're trying to get into music biz. I think I think easily if we had Instagram and and Facebook and all that stuff back in those days, I think we would have been on. <laughs> we had no choice, man. Um, we just kept promoting ourselves, but it was a little harder to get on back in those days. Yeah, it was a little harder to get on, but now, just perfect your craft, like uh, Kofi was saying. And whatever you do, man, perfect your craft, because you just got to keep working on your skills, because there's someone out there working harder than you, you know? Mm-hmm. The hard work uh, outworks talent any day, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, just keep doing what you got to do, people. Learn how to promote yourself too. This 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 podcast thing taking off because I just started. I just kept promoting it, kept promoting it, kept promoting. I don't care how whack the show is. <laughs> you keep promoting something, they're gonna jump on. Somebody it. gonna watch. Yeah, somebody gonna watch. Let me check it out, man. Uh, and then shout Let out to all the people. With, yeah, shout out to all the people I, uh, that started their own podcast after hearing mine. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I like to do. I like to inspire people. To, um, you know that shit He doing it oh, Let me try it You know what I'm saying So Right uh, Especially uh, Yeah Marvin He started it He started a podcast uh, My boy Adam Got the Bearded Airways podcast I mean it's It's good man You know I, I don't care if we have 13 I don't, I don't care if everybody got a podcast but, You know As long as we shout each other out On each on each uh, show You know what I'm saying we, we, We'll be alright It's all about sticking together A lot of people start hating on that But Nah I ain't, nah, ain't No need to hate on that yeah, it's, it's, it's enough it's enough uh, positive energy and money to go around, bro. So any, everybody can have a podcast, mm. no matter what they, what you do, man. Just get out here and do your thing. Yep. Hey, bro, I'm going to let you go, man. Um, Hey, thanks again, my dude, uh, for picking up. Uh, you really gave us some information about... You know, being a Muslim, why you converted and stuff like that. I mean, you better than my boy Scrappy. Um, you know, Scrappy, he like a half Muslim. Um... <laughs> Like he he want to eat pork if uh, he just starving. I'm like, man, that's not even you, you're not going by the real thing. But anyway, man, you you really crappy though. Let me. Hey, he'll be he'll be here this week, man. He'll be here this week. Uh, come on, we hit a visit uh, for the holidays. Um, but hey, thanks again, man, for picking up, man. Uh, we went through everything, man. Name changing, why you converted? You know, what I'm saying uh, the Muslim versus the American Muslims versus Middle East Muslims. I mean, I think people really gonna tune in and try to you know what I'm saying. Uh, to hear what you got to say about it, you know what I'm saying, um, and let them know what gym you um you working out of. Well, out here in Orlando, you can catch me at uh, Fitness Experts. But my company name is Common Bond Fitness Club. You know because uh, I like to make sure all my people commit to excellence. Uh, you can reach me at on IG at AM83 and at, on my email at. Yazeezalam at gmail.com. That's Y A Z E E Z S A L A A M at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, you can 
just reach me there. I go over nutritional plans, online training. I got a uh, client out in Kuwait, William. She out there holding it down. So no matter where you are, worldwide, for my army people, if you out there on remedial PT, you need to step your game up. Holla at me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yazim Salam, man, I gotta get used to that. I got, I'm, I'm about to write it down like 13 times a day just to. I think it's just me saying it. Yazim Salam. Nah, but hey, check my boy out, man. On the gram, he posts his videos all the time. I see you doing that. Uh, what that what that therapy called? Uh, but you be you, oh, when you freeze yourself today. When you freeze yourself to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cryotherapy is good for your body, man. What happens is uh, all the blood goes into your internal organs, and then when you step outside of the uh, apparatus, the blood rushes back into your uh, extremities, your legs and arms and whatever, and then it. Re- rejuvenates the blood cells and heals the body. Your body goes into healing mode so all the aches and pains go away. Mm. It's definitely good for the, um, not just athletes. I like to say that military people are athletes. Yeah. In a way, you are. You out here doing stuff every day. Your, your uh, hips are hurting, knees hurting, mm. ankles, all that stuff. You need to get therapy. Uh, it's fairly cheap because I know most people go out here and they spend like they spend maybe fifty dollars on a couple drinks on the weekend, but like forty five dollars to get you some therapy. You feel me? So yeah, go check it out. Cryotherapy in your city It's worth it. Man, that's that shit look like it hurt it though. When I was watching you, I was like, man, I can't feel my legs. And I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I want to do that now. Nah, but I guess you get used to it after a while, huh? <laughs> well, you gotta think. I went down to uh, negative two hundred and four degrees. That's crazy. So man. at a so at about like 104, it was chill. It was like, all right, I can handle this. It's a little cold, but when it started getting up there, like 204, yeah, negative 204, it was a yeah. <laughs> the legs were like ice. <laughs> man, I, I just remember playing football. We used to, we had to take them ice baths. Like man, that that thing used to kill me then. I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna get in that machine, but I might try it out, man. Well, see, that's what it is. Though. Except when the ice bath, it the ice baths, the cold goes beneath. Yeah. Again, down to the bone almost. With yeah. this, it just stays on the surface. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, ice baths are way colder, and most people can't stay in them for that long. Yeah, because I was in there for like one one minute. I'm like, nah, I'm out. I'm good. I'll just be sore. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, um, I mean, I wish my co-hosts were here, man, but I, I had to catch you. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's just kind of hard to catch you, man, but... um. Yo, shout out to my co-host Z. Uh, she'll be back on the on the regular show this weekend. Um, I'm pretty sure she probably would have had some questions for you. If she was here, but um, she'll be back on. Uh, but I had to catch you before you got too busy, man, and before it got too late on your end, and because it's still early over here for me. Uh, but I ain't want to uh, mess up your schedule because I know you you be a, you be at at freaking events and you know saying training people and stuff like that. But thanks again, man, for for picking up, dude. It was. It's glad, like, you know, getting back up with you, man, after all these years, dudes. It was glad to talk to you again, man. Definitely, bro. I appreciate you having on, be on, and I appreciate you reaching out. And uh, likewise, let's uh, keep this going, man. Uh, we can have a little fitness or a little tr- nutritional corner on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, bro. All, all right, bro. Peace, man. All right, man. Stay safe, bro. You too, bro. Peace. Shout out to my boy Yazin Salam, man, aka uh, Louisiana Mac, aka the Boot. Man, used to be my bodyguard back in the day, man. But uh, he's he's still, you know, he, he's still that guy, though. You know, I, I wouldn't run up on him. 
hey man, shout out to Z. Um, uh, I didn't. I snuck this episode in because I knew if I wasn't gonna catch him on the weekend, I just uh, wanted to really get him on the show and really talk to him about uh, his religion, what what made him convert and stuff like that. Tune in this weekend. All right, we'll be back on the air. It's funny how things come back in the full circle. Y'all got comfortable. Heard y'all whispering. Try to locate what this trick again. But my back to sin. Back to win. Back to jog y'all been both breeze again. Seems like y'all caught amnesia. But it's no debate for this president. Who the critic came through in the Chevy throwing up touchdowns. Remember? Who the Georgia nigga that ran the field when he touched down. Remember? And who that critter? How y'all niggas yelling Mayday. In all black with his niggas pump in your face. Dump your body, fuck your bitch in the same day. I'm no count off for y'all niggas check my resume. Talk, talk, one with the shit. Check my resume. No counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit. Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit. Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit. What a loud mouth, forget your body hit. Tough talk, one with the shit. Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit. Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit. Check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit. What a loud mouth, forget your body hit. I come from a dark place. Favorite movie was Scarface. Favorite rapper said, I'm serious. Saw my daddy gun, kinda curious. Bang, bang, oh, that's what it does. First time I fucked, thought I was in love. First mixtape, thought I had a buzz. Still, a DJ showed me what it really was. I got money problems. I ain't got enough. I got women problems. She ain't thick enough. The shawty over there, that she cool as fuck. But shawty over there, oh, she like it rough. Tough talk, one with the shit, check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit, check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit, check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit, what a loud mouth, forget your body hit. Tough talk, one with the shit, check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit, check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit, check my resume, ain't no counterfeit. Tough talk, one with the shit, what a loud mouth, forget your body hit.